Wow. You put a lot of oxygen into the fermenting yeast, they go aerobic and they start multiplying. Great American ale off? Cause of death. Dun dun dun. It tastes worse than Bud Light. Straight <laughs> up 10. Hello everybody. This is Adam with Opinions and Beer, coming to you on Sunday night or Monday morning uh, for a very special bonus episode. We're going to be giving bonus episodes all throughout the month of August in honor of Sci-Fi Month. This episode is going to kick off officially our Sci-Fi Month. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, some movie franchises, monster movies all throughout the month, but I wanted to take a special look and review on uh, the next couple Sundays, I'm going to be reviewing uh, a franchise of films, and yeah, that's going to be fun, fun, but first off, before we get to that, I want to do the beer of the day, and today's beer of the day is brought to you by Struggle Street Brewing Company. This is a Blackberry Cheesecake Tart at 6.1% alcohol by volume. Uh, this thing's kind of leaking on me, so I'm going to skip the intro and or skip the theatrics and go straight into... I'm going to try this beer. Okay. So... Ooh, that's a pretty good beer. Now this is called Blackberry Cheesecake. I think the the blackberries really do stand out. Um, I'm not sure I'm getting cheesecake though. Maybe in the back there. I think the blackberry the blackberry may slightly overpower any of the cheesecake that would be prevalent in this beer. Now, Struggle Street is for for the the last time, the last few beers I've had from Struggle Street, the one thing they can consistently do is nail their flavors. That's a big thing here on Opinions and Beer. You need to taste the way you say you are. Makes sense? Right. So. It might be there. I think that blackberry just. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick it out. I'm trying to pick out the cheesecake. In the blackberry cheesecake. The blackberry might just be a little. Too strong. For the cheesecake to come through. For the cheesecake part of this flavor to come through. Hmm. But God, this is a this is a good beer. If there's one thing Struggle Street does well, it's a good these tarts and uh, Berliner Weisses and sours and whatnot. Good God, man. They make a solid sour 
uh, or tart beer. Every every single tart or sour or Berlin wise, Berliner wise that I've had from Struggle Street Brewing Company in Beaumont, Texas, has been has been delicious, simply amazing. With that being said, the the blackberry cheesecake one that I'm having right now may be in in flavor wise the weakest of the beers I've had so far from the brewery. That does not discredit this as being a a bad beer. This is this beer is easy, easy drinking, delicious. It has a very good flavor to it. But um but but like we do here on Opinions and Beer, as petty as it may be, I am stuck we do get stuck and hung up on the name of the beer. It's a big uh I think it's there. I just I just can't taste it. I'm a big I'm a big cheesecake guy, so I feel like I should be able to taste it, but I just I personally cannot pick it out. I'm I'm getting a lot of blackberry. And if the cheese and the cheesecake is there, it's so subtle that that they should have just called this like blackberry cake blackberry cake beer the cheesecake has a very particular flavor that I look for and I am just not getting it uh, we're going to give this beer a solid 8.5 out of 10 this is a good beer I mean any other beer that misses the mark as far as the taste goes We'd probably give a six, a six or five, but I mean this. This is such a good tasting beer. Uh, it really should be. Had it been named anything else, it would have been a, an easy uh, high nine or ten for me. Uh, but because because of the pettiness of the show, <laughs> we're gonna give it an eight, eight, eight out of ten. Anyways, moving on to today's topic, we're going to sit here and discuss trimmers. I'm going to, so the next couple Sundays, I want to say, or throughout the month of August, I'm going to be reviewing uh, two trimmer movies an episode, or within within an episode throughout the month of August. So random episodes in August, I'll be reviewing two Tremor movies at a time. Uh, so first off, let's start with let's start with Tremors. Now, Tremors is a 1990 American horror comedy film directed by Ron Underwood, produced by Gail Ann Hurd, Brent Maddock, and S.S. Wilson, and written by Maddock, Wilson, and Underwood. Uh, Trimmers stars Kevin Bacon, Fred, w- Kevin Bacon, and Fred Ward in the lead roles, as well as Finn Carter as the um, as the love interest or the woman that uh, she's like a uh, what is she like a geologist? She's like a no no geologist. 
something that is something that measures seismic readings. Uh, Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre, you know, uh, singer Reba McIntyre in her debut film role. Uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, such a this, this was this came out in 1990. This was a this this movie was a star-studded cast. I mean, you have Kevin Bacon fresh off of the uh, fresh off of Footloose. Um, maybe fresh off a of few good men. No, no, no. Few good men came after. Fresh off a of Footloose. Fresh off of JFK. Uh, it's a it's one of his earlier films, but I mean, he just did. Fr- he's a he's a big actor right now. Just came off Footloose. We got Fred Ward. We got Finn Carter. We got Michael Gross, who just came off of doing was it 182 episodes of um, Family Ties, playing Michael J. Fox's dad. And then we have uh, singer uh, Reba McIntyre in her first, in her debut film role. Uh, Tremors was, I mean, just by the opening shot, I mean, Tremors is one of those films that it it was kind of, if you look at it, it's kind of billed as Jaws on land. (laughs) Instead of a shark, it's a giant freaking worm thing. (laughs) Just a giant sci-fi worm creature uh later named the graboid in the film uh uh this stars the the show had the movie has kevin bacon and fred ward um this movie was really well done it starts off with um kevin bacon waking up and he shakes the truck and he like pretends there's a um a stampede or whatever and just that shot in that scene alone plays well at the end of the movie where he uses that to defeat the graboid uh <laughs> this trimmers is is a movie that really holds up well it's from the 90s it's from 1990 and the practical effects are still really well done um there i mean there's a few scenes that don't hold up you know there's uh, there's there's a scene or two that is kind of like uh uh that's not that's a little that's a little cheesy now, a little little more cheesy than what it was. You know, this this scene does not hold up. But other than that, I mean, it was it was shot really well. Uh, all the actors did really what did really good. There was kind of like there was there was um, this mild suspense. There's like intrigue that kept you on the edge of your seat the whole movie. Like these two guys are trying to leave. You know, they're like fuck this town. We're out. We're gonna go. But then that's, <laughs> something happens where they have to like keep on doing stuff, and they get keep keep getting drugged back this way, drugged this way. Oh shit, we gotta figure out what's going on over here. Oh, this guy's dead. Oh, now this guy's dead. What the fuck's going on? And next thing you know, they're being att- <laughs> attacked by giant freaking worms. Towns being uh, uh, towns being destroyed. Cars being pulled under. It's a pretty crazy. It's a it's a pretty crazy movie, and I'm I was surprised rewatching it, uh, just how much that movie holds up. Um, Tremors has a weird history. Tremors has a really weird history. The uh, the it's written by it's it's mainly written by Brent Maddock and S L 
S.S. Wilson. These two are a writing duo, um, first known for uh, the Short Circuit movies, and uh, they even maybe Batteries Not Included. Some people might know them from writing uh, Batteries Not Included. And then they did Tremors. So like Short Circuit, Batteries Not Included, Short Circuit 2, Tremors. <laughs> uh, this was also the debut director role for Ron Underwood. These... Man, tr- Tremors is a, such a weird film. Because if, if you follow the careers, the people that made the movie, they go on to kind of... <laughs> They go on to kind of ruin people's careers. <laughs> Trimmers, Trimmers was so good. You know, they started making like uh, even Ron Underwood. Ron under Ron Underwood did Trimmers, and then he did City Slickers. And then he did um, a ghost movie with uh, Robert Robert Downey Jr. He he goes on to essentially ruin the almost. Almost kill the career of Will Smith with Wild Wild West, and then on the flip side, you have um, no no no, that's that's the writing duo did Wild Wild West. The director he goes on to do Pluto Nash, then <laughs> basically kills Eddie Eddie Murphy's career. So, but anyways, the writers the writers go on to write Wild Wild West and. Nearly dis- and, and basically ruin Will Smith's uh, box office gold. Uh, basically, the king of the summer box office. They ruin that, and then and then director goes and ruins Eddie Murphy's image with <laughs> Adventures of Pluto Nash. It's like, geez, it's like, what happened with those guys? I mean, they. I mean, Tremors was so good. I don't know if that was just like lightning in a bottle, and they did some good stuff afterwards. It's not like, it's not like they went straight from Tremors to flop. It's just that it went from Tremors, some some okay stuff, some good stuff, and then, boom, like garb like flops, things that really did not do well. Like that that probably should have. I don't know. I don't know if it was like studio meddling at the time. Like I'm sure at the time you hear a lot of stories of that particular era in movie making. That studios were re- were being really dumb, and they kept meddling in films and trying to make it bigger and get more money and stuff. And you you'd have to think that maybe that might that might have been the cause. Like studios started getting greedy and really uh, controlling the projects uh, from the creators. Because I mean, they, these are good creators. The people attached to these movies are really good. It's just so something. I th- I feel like. I feel like something else must have been happening behind the scenes for these movies to do so poorly and 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 I mean they had they had such strong they had such a strong foundation and I I have no idea what the hell happened but um so trimmer and trimmers is crazy uh Basically, they they fight these grab boys. They get stuck, and then Reba McIntyre and uh, her husband um, Burt Gummer, <laughs> Burt Gummer, and her and his wife are held up in the bunker. And and what's crazy about that movie is that you know monster movies usually end 
with everybody dying except two people. But a lot of people kind of survive in Tremors. Enough people that, ha- like, had had the script been any different, we wouldn't have seven Tremor movies. <laughs> we wouldn't have seven Tremor movies in a TV show had it been written just slightly different. Um... So that was a that was a that was a pretty crazy that was a pretty lucky call by them unless they already had seven movies planned out which I I kind of doubt it I think they at least they probably had three maybe four movies planned out but <laughs> but uh but yeah man Tremors um solid movie that uh, it's a must watch if you haven't seen Tremors go watch it um so. Tremors happens, and then they they beat they beat the graboid, um, tr- and then Tremors two comes out. Tremors two features who is that guy again? What did I say? Fred Ward. It features Fred Ward. It features a uh, newcomer. There's a newcomer guy that I can't remember his name right off the bat. What's his anyways, Tremors 2 Aftershocks was the nineteen ninety six direct video sequel to Tremors in which the character of Earl Bassett returning from the first film is hired to deal with a subterranean graboid infestation at a Mexican oil field. It was directed by SS Wilson, who was one of the writers from the first Tremors movie, and stars Fredward Christopher. Christopher Garton is the new one. Michael Gross returns, and then Helen Shaver. Um, what's cool about this one is that the director, I think, actually produced the movie. I think I think the director from the first movie um, helped produce helped produce the second movie a little bit. Or he, yeah, he some in some in some way he produced the film, and and at the beginning, you know, Tremors two. That first 30 minutes, the first maybe even 40 minutes, is really, really good. Uh, you can tell that the, you can tell that it doesn't have the same budget as the first movie, but it's still shot in a way that it's like it's passable. Something happens. I don't know if like the if the if the director from the first movie like just dropped out of his producing role halfway through making the movie but something happens it's like right after um right after who am I trying to say gosh darn right after Burt Gummer uh gets surrounded by the heat seekers by the new cause the Gramboids so in Tremors 2 in Tremors 2 um, for, uh, the guy, one of the lead characters that isn't Kevin Bacon, <laughs> uh, he goes to Mexico to fight the Graboids, and they're doing really well. They're murdering a bunch of Graboids, but there's like, there's like 20 Graboids or whatever. You know, there's a whole bunch. And he's like, oh shit, we need help. We're going to call Burt Gummer. Burt Gummer comes in, they're, they're murdering the shit out of all the Graboids. Well, the Graboids, um, kind of evolve and heat seekers, they call them heat seekers, uh, come bursting out of them, and they gotta fight the heat seeker characters. Little little things that if they eat too much, they multiply. They're kind of like uh, gremlins. 
<laughs> but uh, if they eat MREs, <laughs> they multiply. And uh, anyways, they have to go and they gotta fight these little heat seeker things. Um, whenever the heat seekers surround Burt Gummer's truck, it kind of cuts and it goes to the next scene. And this scene is, it's just so bad and out of place. Like the whole scene, the entire scene is super bad. Uh, the acting is bad. Everything about it is just horrible. Like it starts off with like this weird cheesy T, like it was very TV, like, like it was so TV, you know, for, <laughs> and I, I get this was a directed DVD movie, but I mean, that, that was it was like worse. It was it was like soap opera. It was kind of soap opera y, but in a bad way. Uh, where this guy he kind of sticks his head through uh, in this window or whatever. And he's talking to the girls like, hey yeah 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 yeah. He's like, <laughs> the scene was set up. It was it was so forced. It was such a forced scene that they set up, and then the dude just gets eaten. Ah! <laughs> It's kind of funny, but it's like, it's so random, and it just, it feels, it's not as funny as it, as I'm saying. I'm, like, I'm saying it out loud, and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. And yeah, on paper, it might be funny, but visually, like, the acting was just too, too dumb, and, like, the, the scene just kind of happens, you know, and just, we cut away, and they're like, they're just there, and they're just eating this dude, and he's in the windows, like, why did, how... <laughs> This had to happen just like this for this scene to take place. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It made no sense. And then the girl, she's like sad for like two seconds, but then she 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 has like a weird subplot where she wants to keep one of them alive. She doesn't want to kill them all. She wants to keep one of them alive for research and whatnot. And, uh... And she like keeps being like she's she has a really weird subplot where she just keeps getting upset throughout the second half of of the um of them wanting to kill all kill them all or whatever uh I don't know she just that 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 second half there's just there's there's a big inconsistency of the filming with the second half of Tremors two compared to the first half um but it, but it's fun. There's like they have a huge explosion at the end. They, that that's where it's like it's like they use their budget for for the beginning and the very end, and then for about forty minutes they just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna just fuck it. Let's fill it up, fill up this shit. We'll fill it up with time." <coughs> but yeah, I thought it was really interesting that that one of the writers. Uh, the writers have been a part of the first four Tremors movies. Um, after the first one, they kind of they 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 go back and forth. Uh, well, one writer directed the second movie, and the other writer goes on to direct the third movie, and then they hire a brand new director. I think uh, no, I think they switch again. Now, I think the fourth movie someone else. Anyways, I'm get, I'm jumping ahead of myself. This is the <laughs> Trimmers one and two. Uh, but yeah, man. Like, in, in, obviously there was there was something missing in Trimmers in Trimmers two. I think it was like a lot of the heart that 
some of the characters brought. Um, but um, honestly, you know, like Bert Bert Gummer was was such a good he's such a good part in this movie. He has so many good lines about like it's like I'm all out of bullets. <laughs> I don't know. He just says so much stuff. He just you, you it, it kind of. I like the second movie because you start seeing, you start highlighting Burt Gummer, and like, what's funny is like, I feel like Burt Gummer, in the first movie, they really set him up to die. Like, if you're watching the first movie, you're like, oh man, Burt Gummer or his wife, they're they are dead. They are gonna get eaten. But um, thankfully the writers had some sort of foresight to not kill them off in the first Tremors movie, so that they can bring back. Uh, Burt Gummer for the sequels and 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 soon become the main character of the entire franchise. <clears throat> um, all in all, uh, Tremors obviously Tremors one, instant classic. I'm gonna give Tremors a ten out of ten. I'm gonna give Tremors two. I'm gonna give Tremors two a, a an eight out of ten. <laughs> An eight out of ten. But like I said, it, at first it's good, man. Uh, Tr- Tremors two. It um it tried its best to keep the the feel of the first movie, but the, I the the lack the lack of a serious director kind of are someone that was trying to be a serious director because I mean let's be honest if you look at if you look at that um Underwood's uh if you look at his first film it was like a some some weird puppet Winnie the Pooh movie about staying away from strangers <laughs> but <laughs> but at least he took Tremors so seriously that it was shot and everything looked smooth and the whole movie looks like it was carefully put together Tremors 2 at first feels that way and at times feels that way but then there's there's so much inconsistencies without the film that it's just like oh why did why 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 couldn't they just of um of double down with trying <laughs> I don't know I feel like they did try though like I, it's complicated you know because you I say that but it, it looks like they tried what it looks like they needed either someone more experienced behind the camera or or just someone to tell them someone to help them out a little bit more cuz like i said that the first director was he was a producer so I, I assumed that he was helping out in some way behind the scenes uh for a lot of it but you can tell you can literally tell when they were not getting help on the movie it's just a total change in change in um in in mood and everything there's a total change in in direction <coughs> but um but yeah that's tremors 1 and 2 uh we're going to come back with tremors 3 and 4 next time and yeah that's my that's my opinions on the first two Tremors movies. Do you agree? If not, well, that's that's just your opinion. And that's fine. 
Because all we have here are... Opinions. In Struggle Street, Blackberry Cheesecake. Tart. Beer. We are a million in Philly.